Hello there and welcome to another edition of Central Indiana Today. I am your host, Shane Ray. Kind of a unique show in the sense that I don't do most of the interviews today. (laughs) Our friend Jason Dozier, who is the host of the Drive Home Show every weekday here on WYRZ, is going to be talking with Chris Petrelli. He is the executive director of the Plainfield Arts Center. Uh, He's going to be talking with him first. Then I come in. I am going to be talking with Brooke Williams of the American Dairy Association of Indiana. And they're doing something special for veterans uh, for this Veterans Day of 2022. And then afterwards, we have Mr. Dozier back. And he's going to be talking with Kelly Benedetto. Kelly, of course, is the executive director of the Danville Chamber of Commerce, and it's about Winterland time, among other things, and uh, he's going to be talking with her about what you can expect from Winterland and the Danville Chamber of Commerce this holiday season. So stay right where you are and keep it tuned to 98.9 FM and WYRZ.org for Central Indiana Today. Central Indiana Today. Shane Ray talks with the newsmakers in and around Hendricks County. And now your host, Shane Ray. And now it's WYRZ's own Jason Dozier with his first guest today. Take it away, Jason. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Jason Dozier, and this is Central Indiana Today. In this segment, we're going to speak with Chris Petrelli. Chris is the executive director with Hendrix Live. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Jason. How are you? Doing fantastic. I appreciate you taking the time to join us. we got a lot of exciting things to talk about here with Hendrix Live. And, and we're going to start with what is Hendrix Live, Chris? Yeah, so Hendrix Live is a state-of-the-art performance hall, event space, and art gallery in downtown Plainfield that's currently under construction. Uh, that'll showcase incredible local, regional, and national acts. Mm-hmm. You know, we're really thrilled to be a part of this community um, and to be able to bring this to the community. You now, Hendricks County is known for so many amazing things, uh, great schools, affordable housing, um, excellent health care, recreation opportunities. Adding a high caliber arts and entertainment venue will only enhance an already exceptional community. And when you say uh, you say things like live music, um, obviously we, we've got uh, you know we've got many live music venues in uh, Hendrick yeah, in Hendricks County. All the different uh, towns, of course, have live venues, bars, things like that. So what what will differentiate Hendricks Live from other live music venues if we can categorize them that way in the county? We're hoping to showcase uh, a wide variety of different types of programs, not just music, um, but theater, dance, comedy, film, uh, children's programming as well. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we, we want to have a little bit of something for everyone. Mm-hmm. And uh, I know this is a, a fairly new venture, so go ahead and give us the timeline when folks are going to be able to experience Hendrix Live. Mm-hmm. So our, our goal is to present our first productions in uh, the spring of 2024. Uh, if you're driving down US 40 um, in downtown Plainfield right now, you'll see construction is underway. Um, it is right next to what is now the new Plainfield Government Center um, between Mill Street and Center Street on US 40. So over the next, uh, you know, 
year or so, you'll really start to see a, a whole lot of progress. And by um, early 2024 is when we expect to take occupancy of the building um, and then start uh, bringing in fantastic shows. In the, in the meantime, folks can follow our progress on Facebook um, at Hendrix Live Inc. or um, or via email at info at HendrixLive.org. Okay, so obviously we're talking uh, over a year here before we will see action there. This must be quite the incredible venture. Go ahead and tell us how it got started. What was the seed for this? Uh, whose decision was it? Who decided? Was there a group of folks in that decision? And again, sure. this is a major venture, so tell us how this all came about, Chris. Yeah, well, hats off to the town of Plainfield. Um, the the town council members um, and town uh, government officials really um, initiated this whole project back as early as 2016, 2017, as part of a much larger downtown redevelopment plan. So, as the the, the you know town leadership looked at the um, downtown area, they started to ask people, you know, what it is, what is it that you would like to see um, in the community? And as I said, it's already known for so many great things. Um, one of the things that uh, was missing, perhaps, was access to art and entertainment and access to more reasons to come downtown. And so uh, they posited that adding a high caliber art and entertainment um, center would, you know, already would bolster this already exceptional uh, quality of life that people enjoy. Um, so it started back then. Um, and since then, the, the, the town uh, conducted a feasibility study. They began working with the Hendricks County Arts Council and, and building relationships within, within the community, um, building support within the community. Hendricks County Community Foundation is, is a major partner in this, uh, providing fiscal sponsorship for the initiative as we get the nonprofit established. Uh, so this is, while it's rooted in the town of Plainfield, this is really a community endeavor and goes far beyond uh, um, Plainfield um, as throughout Hendricks County and, and really even beyond Hendricks County. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned the the downtown area of Plainfield. You're not a county seat, so you don't have the traditional town square, but you do have a major highway that runs through Plainfield and US 40 National Road. Do you does that does that help the local community there? Do do you get a lot of folks from out of town driving through um, town because of US 40, or is that I mean again is that an advantage for the town, and would you consider oh, that a huge advantage? Yeah, for sure. For, for sure. Um, you know, having that level of traffic certainly, um, you know, brings a lot of eyeballs with it. And so allows you to uh, promote to a wide range of individuals that are coming through the town. It, it makes it for easy access for people from out of town uh, to get to uh, our location. And again, really, that's that's what this is all about. It's about bringing people into the community, um, showing people what a vibrant, dynamic community Hendricks County is, uh, and, and giving people more reasons to, um, to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And again, we're speaking with Chris Petrelli. Chris is the executive director of Hendrix Live. And when you see Hendrix Live in print, you'll notice there's an exclamation mark after live. So it's Hendrix Live with an exclamation mark because you guys are very excited about the future of, of Hendrix Live. Absolutely. I mean, the in 
ultimately what we're trying to create here is a fun, uh, dynamic uh, center that showcases the arts in the community, and uh, but also uh, is a great community gathering space, is a, is a, is a resource for um, for businesses and for schools, for families, as well as um, the local artists who, you know, make Hendricks County their home. You know, we want to create a place for entertainment, uh, self-expression, dialogue and learning. And, and we want to create a catalyst for economic impact um, that can really help the community grow and prosper. And Hendricks Live is an indoor facility, correct? That is correct, yes. It's a 600-seat performance hall as well as a 160-seat multi-purpose event space. So we'll be able to host weddings, receptions, corporate events, as well as smaller types of uh, productions within our event space. But within the 600-seat performance hall, you know, we really hope to be a, a home for local and regional artists as well as a, a destination and for, for um, touring acts who are looking to have an intimate a connection with their audiences. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, um, the you mentioned, of course, this is a nonprofit organization putting or heading this up. Was there a discussion about some of the some of the counties, some of the the towns around the Donut of Indianapolis are putting in amphitheaters? So, with Hendricks Live being an enclosed facility, did you have the discussion about the possibility of an amphitheater instead of an enclosed facility? And if so, you know, how did the enclosed facility win out? Well, I think when you're talking about, so I come from Conner Prairie. Um, I spent the last 10 years at Conner Prairie. And whenever you're talking about an outdoor facility, um, weather is a major factor. Sure. And, um, you know, I, you, you spend a lot of time uh, praying that it's not going to rain on your event. As a working um, musician, I can I can certainly testify to that, Chris. It, exactly. It can become a real headache. It, when it's when it's beautiful and sunny out, it's your best friend. Mm-hmm. And when it's uh, cold and cloudy, it's your worst enemy. Um, I so so that really was, a, a, I'm sure, a major factor in the town's decision to create an enclosed space. Now, that said, as part of the overall downtown redevelopment plan, um, they have included parks and um, walkable uh uh, streets and community paths that will allow for more of that mm-hmm. social gathering and 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 potentially for um, you know outdoor acts and outdoor concerts uh, down the road. Mm-hmm. It's not something on the uh, immediate horizon, but definitely something that I know that the town has been considering as part of their overall downtown redevelopment plan. Well, fantastic. We're all excited about this, Chris. And again, we've got to wait another year for it to happen. But again, if it's going to take that long, construction's already somewhat started. That means it's going to be, obviously, we're looking for a grand facility here. Yeah, it's going to be um, a state-of-the-art performance hall um, and will really be a a hallmark uh, destination for the community. It's going to be a major attraction for artists and a great home for for local arts organizations to to call their own. So we're super excited about it. There's a whole lot of work to do in that year's time in terms of getting the organization up and running. Uh, But folks can continue to follow our progress. Um, 
Uh, we'll be launching our website in the next few months, uh, hendrixlive.org. Um, right now, they can go to that uh, website and find a, a landing page. Um, but we'll be uh, launching our, our, our much larger branding uh, campaign in the next few months. They can also go uh, and follow us on Facebook um, at Hendrix Live Inc., and on Instagram at Hendrix Live Inc. as well. And so we'll be adding content and updates uh, throughout the next few months um, to, to really help engage and uh, communicate uh, to, the, uh, to the Hendricks County community. Fantastic. Once again, Chris Petrelli, Executive Director, Hendricks Live, with an exclamation mark, coming in Plainfield. We're all excited, looking forward to it. Chris, is there anything else we need to hit on here before we let you go this afternoon? No, I think we've covered it all, Jason. Thank you so much for the time. Absolutely. Well, thank you for joining us, and we'll certainly be getting you back on, I would imagine, for some updates down the road as as we get closer to completion of construction. Sounds great. Thank you so much. Look forward to talking to you again. All right. That's Chris Petrelli with Hendrix Live, and that will do it for this segment. I'm Jason Dozier. This is Central Indiana Today. Our next guest on Central Indiana today is our good friend, Brooke Williams. She is with the Indiana Dairy Association. Am I saying American Dairy Association of Indiana? That's proper, isn't it? (laughs) If you want to get legal, yes, that is the correct (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, how is Brooke today? I'm doing very well. Happy to be here to chat. Yeah, we are happy to have you. Uh, everybody is starting to get ready as the as the weather turns colder to uh, get ready for the holidays and uh, all of those holiday recipes. That, uh, of course, using uh, pure Indiana dairy products, but. Before we start all of that stuff, there is something special going on that the American Dairy Association of Indiana is doing for veterans. You want to explain us, explain to the folks what that is? Absolutely. So if you aren't familiar with the American Dairy Association of Indiana, perhaps you have heard about the dairy bar at the Indiana State Fair that is open um, now basically the month of August, uh, but it's become a, a staple for Hoosiers. And we've always thought, you know, we use this during the Indiana State Fair. Why aren't we opening it up for different occasions throughout the entire year? Um, and so what better way to test this out with Veterans Day and doing something for our military um, and letting people know how much our Indiana dairy farmers support, you know, all military who have served, but also the active military here in the state of Indiana. Yeah. Uh, I totally agree. This uh, sounds like a great thing for them. And what it is, is uh, you're handing out free, may I say that again, free 16-ounce chocolate and vanilla milkshakes, right? (laughs) That's right. Yes, our friends at at Prairie Farms are always happy to help us out. Um, And so they will be providing the milkshakes that day or we'll be working with them to make sure that every car that comes through the drive through line there at the fairgrounds um, you can choose either a chocolate shake or a vanilla milkshake. Um, and the first 500 people that actually get there will get a commemorative uh, American Dairy Association cup that features a really cool, it was actually the Indy 500 dairy pin a couple years ago, but it's a shield that's red, white, and blue and features our, our iconic milk bottle from the Indy 500. Um, and so if you're one of the first 500 people, you'll get your milkshake actually served in that cup. Now, that's cool. All right, so all they got to do is drive up, and uh, if they're in the first 500, 
They get that uh, special special uh, medallion, but um, this is the same uh, milkshakes that you serve during the state fair, correct? Absolutely, yes. If you've stood in lines at the dairy bar, you know that it is worth the wait. Um, so what better way, again, for us to open up the windows at the dairy bar? Um, and we're asking all the cars that are going to be coming that day. It's a busy time at the state fairgrounds, even when the state fair isn't going on. Um, the, the weekend of November 11th is actually, I believe, the holiday gift and hobby show or something mm-hmm. else that draws a lot of people in. So um, if you're wanting a free milkshake, you'll enter off of Fall Creek Road and we'll have directional signs that lead you right to the dairy bar. Um, and we'll bring the shakes right to your car. You don't have to get out. And then you can kind of be on your merry way and enjoy a, a milkshake on um, on behalf of the Indiana Dairy Farm families, over 700 farm families in the state. Now, for the folks, if you haven't had one of these milkshakes, I can tell you they are the best. And I've drank a lot of milkshakes in my time, <laughs> but these are definitely the best. And we make a, I mean, it's one of the reasons that my wife and I even go to the state fair is to get to the dairy bar and try one of these milkshakes. And um, as you said, always um, Indiana Dairy provided. And uh, it's, uh, we want to remind everyone that when you go, you want to come in through gate six off of Fall Creek Parkway on the east side of the fairgrounds, and there'll be some folks there to direct you, I'm sure. And you might even see Brooke there handing them out. I will be there, absolutely. You will see me if you, you know, know what I look like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll know who I am, but um, yeah, we'll be there from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. on Friday, November 11th. So please. If you're military, just you just have to show your military ID card, and like I said, past past military, military currently serving. Um, we're just really happy to to show our support. Um, we know that there are restaurants all over the state, kind of doing special special giveaways and um, treats as well. But uh, we feel like this is a really unique opportunity, and we're really happy to to show our support. Now, if uh, folks are driving right now and they're thinking, what, what did she say? I missed that part, whatever. There is uh, a way that people can go uh, and check out what's going on, not only with this, but what's going on with the Indiana Dairy. Um, what's the website? Yeah, our website is winnersdrinkmilk.com. Um, and then we have an event created on our Facebook page. So it's just Indiana Dairy on Facebook as well. And you'll find all the details. Um, if you have any questions, please let us know. Our contact information is on our website at winnersdrinkmilk.com. Uh, but we look forward to seeing as many veterans and active military on November 11th from 11 to 2. All right, sounds good. Brooke, I know we're going to be talking with you as the holidays get a little bit closer. I assume you guys are getting all ready for uh, Thanksgiving and uh, the Christmas cooking season, correct? There is never a better time to start, you know, practicing the cold milk giveaway <laughs> for Santa, picking up the butter for all of the Thanksgiving treats. Absolutely. We're we're getting ready and happy to, to talk all things dairy coming up. All right. We'll be calling on you at that time. Brooke, thanks for being our guest today. Thank you so much for having me. The Republican newspaper's nonprofit spotlight will be on the Danville Chamber of Commerce. And we will be back with Jason Dozier, who will be talking with them about Winterland right after this message from the Republican newspaper. 
finding out what your town council, school board, or county commissioners are up to can be accomplished with a Republican newspaper in Danville. Started in 1847, they've been providing local news, sports, features, and more. Subscribing to the paper is possible by calling 317-745-2777, and they can be followed on Facebook by searching for The Republican. Well, hello everyone, I'm Jason Dozier and this is Central Indiana Today. In this segment, I'll be speaking with Kelly D. Benedetto from the Danville Chamber of Commerce. Kelly, how you doing this afternoon? I'm great. Well, fantastic. Well, I do appreciate you taking the time to join us. And there's a lot of things we want to discuss today. Of course, we want to discuss the Danville Chamber of Commerce. But before we do that, let's jump right into a big event you guys have coming up, Winterland. Tell us about that and uh, what we need to know about Winterland. So Winterland is a drive-through light show that has been um, part of Danville um, the chamber and parks for many, many years has become a great tradition. Mm-hmm. And we open November, Friday, November 18th, and we're open through Christmas Eve. We are closed Thanksgiving, but um, it's a great tradition. And uh, we also have Santa Land, um, which is opened uh, within the Winterland on Friday and Saturday nights where we have Santa. You can come and have cookies and Hmm. Sit on the lap and uh, enjoy some hot chocolate. Oh, fantastic. And again, this kicks off on November 18th. What are the hours or do those vary each day? So it does. So um, Sunday through Thursday, it is from 6 p.m. to 9 p.m. And then on Friday and Saturdays, it is 6 to 10 p.m. Okay. And I assume that info will be available at the danvillechamber.org website. Yes, it will. Okay, so again, for specific times, the day that you want to go out and, and check all this out might be a good idea to uh, check danvillechamber.org and get those specific hour details. And so what else is going on with Winterland? Obviously, very exciting. What other kind of events do you have happening within that time frame? So it really, I mean, our primary thing is the... Um, you know, the Winterland, the light show, but it also, you know, driving through, you get to stop and get out. Um, this year, you know, once again, we have the, uh, swinging bridge lit, um, makes an excellent photo op, uh, for Mm -hmm. family. You know, we also have had several family, uh, several couples that have gotten engaged over the years. And, uh, so we actually, uh, the parks guys actually created a, will you marry me light up sign that we've set up. And, uh, that's kind of been fun you know, that they get to turn on with a switch uh, when they get there. So that's been kind of cool. Well, that, that, that and, is cool. Now, 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 hang on just a second there, Kelly. Uh, yeah. So obviously the fact that you're putting the light in means that this is, is a regular annual thing that, that uh, now do, do you, I mean, what happens if you go a whole year uh, and, and nobody proposes, or is that something that's unlikely? Really? So really we need people just to call and set it up with us ahead of time. Oh. Uh, so that we have this light, it's not specific there, mm-hmm. um, but we have it set up uh, so it's across the bridge. So then they have, actually have a little switch that when they kneel down, they flip the switch <laughs> and uh, it lights up behind them. And uh, it's been a it's been a fun thing. We've had uh, several, cu- uh, 
I would say, I shouldn't say several, a handful or so couples um, take advantage of that. And we're happy to help make that happen for them. I see. Well, that's neat. Obviously, a, a lot of thought goes into that and would show the the caring and things like that in a, in a great, memorable way to uh, to do it. So anybody listening, make sure, and especially guys, put that in your your list and some, a great way to, uh, to surprise uh, the loved one there. But uh, tell us about Santa Land. Is this where we get to sit on Santa's lap or, or what, what's that all about? Yes, Santa comes, um, and he is there from um, 6 to 10 on Thursday, uh, Friday, Friday and Saturday, mm-hmm. and um, we have hot chocolate and cookies, and it's a uh, $5 donation um, to come and do that, um, and that actually goes to our Kiwanis Club, our local Danville Kiwanis Club puts that on, uh, but it's they also have a craft sometimes and um, story time sometimes, and so just some different things going on. Uh, throughout the uh, the out throughout the season. Okay, neat. And and we'll get back to this, but I also want to take the opportunity here while we've got you on the line, Kelly, to uh, to talk about the chamber itself. I know coming up November 9th is the membership luncheon. And so I guess let's start with uh, folks that aren't familiar with the chamber. How do they get involved? And it sounds like that might be a great opportunity to do so. Absolutely. So if they want to attend the lunch, they just need to let us know um, the week beforehand if they're a first time um, visitor. And the first time visitor, we we take care of their lunch for them um, so they can come and check us out mm-hmm. and kind of see what we're all about. This November, it's our nonprofit November. So we actually invite all of our nonprofits to come and um, they get to give kind of their elevator speech of what they are and what they do. And then hang around afterwards to kind of ask questions and those kind of things. And they get mm-hmm. to talk about what their needs are. But each month we do have a membership lunch. But Primarily, you know, the Danville Chamber, we are there to support our businesses and our community. And we've gone about that different ways. One of the cool ways that we have done this past year is we've actually created a public policy education committee that we have actually collaborated with the four chambers on that. So all four Hendricks County chambers are working together on that. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, been a cool thing to kind of get some some work in and information in and and information to our members about um, legislation that's going happening and affecting them. All right, Kelly, as the executive director of the Danville Chamber, I'm going to give you an opportunity to give your elevator speech. Why would I, as a a new Danville uh, business owner, what benefit am I going to get by coming and joining the Danville Chamber? So we are going to connect you, we're going to promote you, and we're going to advocate for you. And we are going to ensure that we have a thriving, collaborative community for your business to grow in. Fantastic. Sounds like a good little elevator speech there, uh, Kelly. And and some of the other events you guys have coming up, uh, I see members and mugs. And of course, you've got the how domestic violence impacts your workplace. So some or work uh, workplace training, things like that. So you've got some educational things on the agenda, as well as looking like some fun things like the Hendrix Humane wine, beer and spirits tasting. So that that's kind of a look looks like a fun little event. Yeah, so we actually, um, within our calendar, you can also find um, our members are able to post those events. And those are some of our events. The Members and Mugs is obviously ours event, and that is a um, kind of a breakfast, an informal breakfast Mm -hmm. for our members to come and network. Um, But yes, we allow, um, that's one of the things, membership opportunities that we have is that we allow our members to promote their events on our, um, on our 
uh, website as well. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Once again, Kelly Benedetto, or as she's known, Kelly D, Executive Director of the Danville Chamber. Kelly, is there anything else we need to hit on here that we haven't brought up yet? No, I uh, appreciate. And anytime anybody wants to come check us out at the Danville Chamber, we are happy to have them and uh, happy to meet with them and talk to them about um, the opportunities that they have within the chamber. Fantastic. Well, once again, Kelly, thanks so much for taking the time out to talk with us. And we look forward to talking to you again in the future. All right. Thank you so much, and you have a great day. All right. Once again, Kelly Benedetto from the Danville Chamber of Commerce. Thanks so much, Kelly. Thanks to you for listening. I'm Jason Dozier, and this is Central Indiana Today. You've been listening to Central Indiana Today with your host, Shane Ray.